There is no, uh, there is no white rabbits in the wild because bears use them as toilet paper. What if the cat dove on the skunk, and your cat comes walking in the room, struggles up against you, and it stinks because it's getting it in the face? They will knock you down if they want to. Welcome to the 4J Show, where the crazy meets reality. You're joining me today, Colin, and along with me is me other three co-hosts. Hi, I'm Becca. It's me, Matt. And me, Raggy the Rotten. Finally, we got there. We got through you messed the it beginning. Up. He fucked it up. Don't, twice, uh, don't worry, twice. ladies and gentlemen, this happens all the time. <laughs> you think it shouldn't? It shouldn't really happen because we, we should have... Wait. Nobody's four, four seasons in. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, uh, is that, you know, like, we should know it off by heart, but as soon as that limelight goes on, it's, you know, you forget it. But it's also at the same time, though, if we actually do it and we actually get it perfect, people are going to start thinking that we scripted this. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not, we're not scripted. To... Hell no. Well, the, the people aren't, at the, aren't going to get <laughs> the beginning part until the end of the season. So, you know, look out for the, the bloopers. No one want to talk? Well, we're just, well, you need to introduce what, what we're doing today. Yeah. Well, I wait, I thought we were going to go off <laughs> You just oh, all went quiet, God. was I? Because really? you're messing it, up. The, the suspension is killing us, yeah, you know what I mean? Are we, <laughs> we going to get this episode in. rolling, or are we actually... I mean, it's taking well, us two minutes, to 14 know. seconds. <laughs> Today's episode is going to be about the things we love the most. Ourselves. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we're lovely... Fairy pets. Yay. We want to talk uh, about the good times, ooh. the bad times, the heartbreaking <laughs> times, the lot. Just fairy pets. Well, most most pets have fur. I mean, you can talk about lizards and spiders Nuh-uh, if you want, but even then, spiders are fairy. No, no. Kill the spiders. No. Just talk about pets in general. So, you can have a pet bloody anything these days as long as you've got a license. Exactly. Well, you can't. I have a pet. Although I don't have a license for my cats. No, we don't need them because they're domesticated anyway. They're just well, little shit. Need yeah, but they're like the normal kind of animal that a person would technically have. Yeah. You know. So before we go into our pets, what's the weirdest pet you've known someone to have? A skunk. A what? Oh my god, I want a skunk. A skunk? A, yeah, a skunk, yeah. <laughs> I thought Colin said a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Get your head out of the I think we've all had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there was a pet store that I used to go to um, every time I was going for like hamsters and gerbils and stuff like that. And there was a, a young lass that came in with a, a, a skunk with a little harness on and everything. Oh, that sounds so cute. I want one. It was. It was. Yeah, it was perhaps. adorable. Do you know the funny thing about it as well? What? Its name was actually Peppy. Pepe. Oh. Pepe Le Pew. Does anyone remember that call? No. Yeah, no. I, heard, I heard that apparently they've actually banned that in certain places because apparently it's classed as racism now. Oh, no, it's oh, yeah. not. What they did was the the fem, fem, feminists decided that Pepe Le Pew was a rapist because he was kissing on this cat that looked like a skunk. It was like, seriously. Oh, this world's going to shit, I swear. Yeah, it's it's pathetic, but we'll get on to that next next time. 
<laughs> the world, we'll the world of 2021. You know what I mean? <laughs> Things are going fucking tits up. Stay basically. tuned for stay tuned for next week when we hit the next topic. <laughs> I'm sure it'll bring some uh, eyebrows up. Bring some in. But uh, a skunk. So how did you manage to have the skunk? Because that sprays. No, they take the stink out. Oh, so they actually take yeah. the stink out. How did they do that? The, it's I think like it's a the specific... same as they're just neutering it, really, isn't it? No, it's not. Neutering it obviously takes away its, like, its genitals or tie, you know, but it's actually a specific gland that actually uh, gives off this uh, smell, so they actually remove that gland to stop them from spraying. Yeah, because imagine that if you scared that, like, you would scare it, like, run into a room, chase your cat. And imagine if you chased the skunk, it would fart on you and you'd be sick for the week. But, like you've just said there, like, you've got a cat, right? What if the cat dove on the skunk and your cat comes walking in the room, <laughs> struggles up against you, and it stinks because it's getting it in the but face? But imagine a skunk mating with a cat. Now, how cute would that be? Well, that would be a it's weird one, wouldn't it? Well, what? Uh... But the cat wouldn't conceive the skunk stuff. You know? No, but... A- do you think that could happen? I want to see if it's ever happened, you know. I don't know. Oh, my God. Seriously? I mean, is it possible? You know, I mean, a tiger and so a, li- are we actually, a lion. Are we actually going to stick with a, pets and animals in this episode? Or are we just going to be going off into gene splice and Raggy, all that shit? <laughs> we, will, we will get back to pets, but this is a very important question. They can't breed. Matt has brought... They can't no, breed. They no, said, they can't. Says skunks and cats cannot mate. Should an unnatural cup in the car they could not reproduce. Oh, well, it's two no. separate animals. You know, oh, the only way care. you're going to get them is a DNA and freaking gene splicing. splicing. Yeah, I want to do it. We should do it. We need to do it. Someone needs to do it. Yeah. I have a feeling yeah, it's going to be you because I really want to see what a skunk cross cat would look like. Wait, you'd probably have the cat with the skunk gland <laughs> uh, and. <laughs> Cats are lethal now when you oh, scare them. Imagine scaring them, getting the clothes, and then a spray straight after. Yeah, no, don't do All it. Got to do it. If, if you do splicing, don't do it. In today's <laughs> episode, we are a gene splicing, a skunk, and a cat. We have created a scat. Oh my god, that's such a good name for it as well. Oh, <gasps> sorry, you're, scat you're... actually means something completely different. <laughs> yeah, but that's just brilliant. Guy, I love that. Guys, we physically have gotten to the point of like no return with this podcast. Oh, who cares? Yeah. Let's just go with, go with the flow. We always do. <laughs> so, sorry, can I go through my paperwork off... to find out what today's episode was all about and like if we've got any more scripts? <laughs> Of the scat. <laughs> Back on the cats. <laughs> God, I've had many cats over the years, mate. I've had three. Four. When I, was, uh, when I was a kid, I've had cats growing up, you know, cats and dogs. Um, I think in one year, I had one cat that actually had a litter of uh, five, another cat that had six, another cat that had four, uh, and I don't even know how many cats were had in the house at that particular point. <laughs> well, to be fair, that is generally seen as a... Um, a hoarder of cats. Is No, it, irresponsible. Right. Like, in these days, it's seen as irresponsible. Well... So, Although you were a kid, you couldn't control that, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was still, I was still living with my, uh, with my dad and my uh, stepmom at the time. So, you know, that, yeah. that wasn't my fault. It was just... But regardless, going off that, cats, I think, were amazing pets. Absolutely amazing. They're right. Oh, they're evil. They're evil. 
I don't know. I've got eight. Mate, well, me and Becca's got eight. And Yay. Although they're Too horrible many. little animals at times, the the love you get off them is amazing. Tell it with the little shits. No, no, not really. I mean, I'm sitting here and doing this podcast. I've got three in this room right now looking at us. Let- I would have said four, but Simon's run out. So that'll be Fluffy. Yes. Tiger. Nope. Lily. Nope. Ruby. Nope. Binks. Yes. And Lucky. Well, yeah, the general one's got three, The three, the three <laughs> black cats in the house. <laughs> yeah, no, join me in the room. You know, I'm, I'm going to have bad luck for centuries. But no, I, I prefer cats over dogs. And it's not that I don't like dogs. I do like dogs. But cats are so much easier to look after. You can just get them, leave them, they get on with their own life. You know, get on with their own thing. They come to you and they can be bothered. And then the looks off them you get when you don't want to bother with them is just like, if if looks could kill, you'd be dead. That mm. is true, yeah. I mean, I agree to a degree. You know, cats, you know, I, I'm more of a dog person. But at the same time, if you want to just lie down and like curl up and like have a cuddle with something, a cat would probably be your best option or a small dog. You know, yeah, can but you imagine a great see, Dane trying to get onto the sofa and just flatten you while you're watching TV? Yeah, <laughs> but have you noticed dogs like Great Danes and stuff like that always think the lap dogs? Oh, I know because my whip across Bull Mastiff thought she was a cat. You know, she, yeah. she my staffy was obviously small. She always used to climb up and curl in a ball on my um, on my lap or across my shoulder. But because we had cats at the same time, the cats used to lie on the back of the sofa. And my whip across thought she was a cat and decided to lie across the back of the sofa as well. So you've got this big white thing across the back while its legs are kicking the back of your head. (laughs) Freaking lanky little thing. (laughs) Uh, But, well, the thing is, it's not just that. I mean, Becca's mom, she's got like what seems to be a cross between, uh, well, I, I don't even know. Be fair, it's like a pure mix up. He's a staffy cross. Ah, he's cross, staffy cross, um, thingy dog, them running dogs. God knows, God knows. It doesn't matter, you know, people don't, I don't know if want to see him, but he's a big, dozy dog. He's got no brains in him, and that dog thinks he's a lap dog. He wants to sit on your knee, and bear in mind, he weighs a ton. You know, you're sitting there struggling to breathe when he's on your knee because his whole weight goes on your lungs. He's just a just a big ass dog. I mean, but that's what I love about dogs, though, right? You know, I mean, they look mean and menacing and all that, but specific breeds, anyway. Or, you know, they have that vicious nature about them. But when you look at them and you think, "Oh, I'm staying away from that," then all of a sudden it comes running at you and trips over its own paws, and you're thinking, "Yeah, you're just a dumb dog, aren't you?" Yeah, if you you met me, mum and dad's dog, you have no choice but for that dog to come at you. Three legs, shit, he's coming at you. Yeah, to be fair, it's dumb or not. <laughs> Dogs are vicious if they don't know you, or can be. Um, but to me, dogs are too needy. Very, very yeah. needy. You know, oh. if you get up and you go and cook something, a dog's there. If you get up and go and have a shite, the dog's no. there. Well, That's... to me, with a cat, you can go and do what you want, and the cat ain't going to be no, behind you every five seconds. I can't. Excuse I was going to say, excuse me, I see Misty with me. I can't even I was just about to say, Ruby and Missy with Becca and Simon with you. I don't know. Simon's getting into his own little style now where he lies on the floor. 
The only problem with Simon is, right, when I want to get past him, he jumps up and walks everywhere I'm going to step. That's cool. <laughs> so you all, yeah. yeah, but you always hear from us, Simon, man, get up, you bloody way. You know, because... He literally, everywhere you're going to step, he runs. I'm like that with Kota, every time I go to the toilet or I go in the kitchen, she's between my legs. Oh, I've seen her a few times by accident, so get out of the way. I'll say that with oh, one or two of my ferrets. <laughs> Just mad in. Yeah, we, fucking hell. It, it's crazy because like, you stand on them and they have a go at you, but they're the ones that's getting in your way. Now, one of, I've got three black cats in the house, and one of them loves to lie in the black passage oh, right so you try not standing on a black cat when you're walking down a dark passage yeah it's... and then when you do stand on that say don't lie in the darkest place of the house you know uh, obviously it's not the cat's fault they like dark mm. but you know she's she's a weird one although i will say with fluffy she's the type of cat right she'll she'll get a paw stuck Say she's clawing at something and she gets it stuck. And you'll hear her squawking and screaming. She has a so bitch fit. So you'll go in and help her. You'd shut her. She has a proper bitch fit. You're right, Becca. Um, you go in to help her and you literally look like you've just had a battle. Yeah, because she does you in for trying to help her. <laughs> and then when you do get her off, she, she's like in the worst mood ever. I mean, mood swings galore. This cat. She is the moodiest cat I've ever met. Oh, do you know what it is? You can wake up in the morning, you can predict what mood that cat's going to be in. Because if you go over one and go, hiya, Fluffy, and you go stroke her little head, and she gives you the look, you know she's in a good mood. If you get out, you know for a fact you're in for a day of hell with her. Yep, pretty much. I still don't know where she gets that behaviour from. Mm -hmm. Well, I've started calling her a bipolar cat. Because she's definitely, definitely mentally messed up. That is true. She is. She's just a part of mood swings, you know what I mean? But then again, though, I think she gets her mood swings from Becca. Eh, uh, no. If Becca, if Becca was ever a cat, Misty would be her. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that. Come on, you spoil that cat, right? But then when she does one thing wrong, that's it. You go into a whole world of fucking hate towards that cat, you know what I mean? Say, get away, stay away from us, and then squirting water in her, slapping her. Well, not slapping her, but like tapping her. I never she... slap them. No, you tap her paw, she taps back at you. But yeah, she's going to claw at me. I'm going to smack her on the little yeah. paw. She'll learn not to do it, and she does. Just you point it. your you finger at it, you point it. your finger at it, and the cat goes for you. <laughs> but, well, it's like Simon, isn't it? You can be nice as night and Simon, and uh, all of a sudden he'll turn around and give you a bite on the hand as if to say, get off us now, I'm done. Instead of just getting up and walking off. Yeah, well, he's getting on an edge though, isn't he? He's getting an old guy. But I know, obviously, we do, we're not the only ones on your other cat. You've got Matt with, with a couple of them. Yeah. And uh, lovely Dakota. We've heard some lovely stories of her, Matt. I bet She's a pain in my butt. She's a lovely cat, really. It's just you can't, she handle, is, you, you just can't like... handle young cats. Yeah, I can't deal with, like, she stresses me out. I have those days where I just, like, shut up and you know. But, but you just decided sweet. to get her because you wanted a companion for Mui when you went yeah. out and stuff like that. So therefore, it is your fault. Yeah, but she needs to chill out. She needs to like get to that point yeah. where Mui is because but he's chill. What, what I found uh, ironic is you got her for Mui, didn't you? And then Mui actually took bad 
So you bring an eye in the house. He was sick. Started feeling sick and vomiting, and uh, his, his stress levels went through the roof. The poor brother. Yeah. Uh, to the point you were you were stressing out for him. Yeah, you? I was going to get rid of her. I literally was like, I can't be seeing my cat. Puking and stress because I bought another cat home. I would have literally got rid of her. I know it sounds really bad, yeah. but I will not see Mui, who's obviously my well, baby no. of six years. You know, yeah, obviously. Upset. I mean, he's he's been with you through thick and thin. I mean, Simon's like that with me. He's been through thick and thin. You know, years and years and years of ups and downs, and the cat's always been there. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, you would think of Mui before the new cat had just come in. Plus, it's easier to rehome a kitten than it is to rehome an older cat. It's just when you get too attached, I couldn't do it. Cause oh, yeah. No, definitely not. It's hard to just but, rehome something that you're so attached to or they're attached to you. Wait, me and Becca's discussed this um, quite a few times. Um, if we ever had to rehome like, any of what eight cats, um, and we couldn't make our well, minds then. up on which ones we would and wouldn't rehome. Because the thought of rehoming any of them, it's like it rips at your heart. Yeah, it does. But then the work up, you know, like, right, you're next. Yeah, you're going. You're going, definitely. Did I get it puss in the boots, you know, with his little uh, stick with his bag on it? That's what mine are going to be doing if it acts up again, I'm <laughs> telling you. Just pack a bit of tuna for them. They're and not even getting tuna. Away. That's too good for it. them. I physically couldn't see Mui. I wouldn't even let him out, even if I lived in a ground floor flat. Or a house, I would yeah. not let him out because I'd be too afraid that he'd go out because he's stupid and get hit by a car. And then See, I would... he's he's always been your baby though, hasn't he? He's yeah. been like. See where Colin likes the cats going out. I hate it. I wouldn't. Hate I, it. I don't. I think the most part about people like liking cats out. go out is the smell of the litter. See, I don't. I don't like them going out, but the problem was they ended up out and got out. I originally wanted house cats, and to be fair, with eight cats. No way you can have eight house well, cats. We're planning that litter box would fill up. Like, trust me, two. Yeah. I've got two, and my litter box fills up, and it stresses me out because it's the smell. I don't like them. Well, we need a couple of more because we at the moment have five, I believe, which is enough. It manages to all use them. None of them go anywhere. You've got five litter boxes. Yeah. I've yeah. Um, oh. Well, believe it or not, just a little fact for you. When you have cats, so with you having two, you are meant to have three litter boxes. I have one. Right? So what they say is the amount of cats always have one more litter box than the amount of cats you have. Something to do with them like in their own places to poo and wee. And I've never seen that problem. No. They all go in the litter. Yeah, one share. I've, I've, I've got a small flat, so, you know, yeah, I can't have two because... Well, when it comes to the litter side, that's the only thing I've got. Is every day, obviously, I've got to go and scoop it out, clean it out, put new litter in, cost a bomb. I want. Box. I've seen a, an electric yeah. litter box, and I want it, but mm. it costs five hundred ninety pound. Is it that one? And is the big wheel where it turns around and the litter falls through? Yeah, and the dirty stuff goes. It goes into the pile. Yeah, you, that I want it, but it's five hundred ninety pound. Yeah, it's all good going for something that's actually that expensive and clears the litter out for you and all that. But what if they actually have the actual shit? You're going to have to physically clean how much. Well, not really, because it would clump up in the litter. Well, depending on what yeah. litter you use, it would clump up anyway and it would still come out. Wait, from what I've read about this machine, you've got to have a specific litter. Yeah. Because what happens as it turns, the grate opens and the litter all falls through and the clumped and the poo sticks. Inside the the bowl thing, yeah. 
and then gets pushed off into a dirty area and then obviously you can it turns around again and the clean that falls back in um good system mm-hmm. i need one uh, but yeah same i'd love them it saves us doing this day in and day out but the the thing with that is you you really got to like buy the letter day supply or the equivalent of that letter. You can't just go out. And I would buy do it if pound. I could, if I could afford um, that letter box. I would do it. I would. Oh yeah, um, well if you get that letter box, you would have to, wouldn't you? Because you'd just break it if you didn't. You're not going to pay five hundred pound to break a letter box. I have says if I had one or two cats, I would invest in that to save us the time from keep going into the letter and cleaning it and wasting a lot of letter. Mm. But uh, when you got eight, obviously it's not not thingy. But yeah, but we spent quite a while talking about Katya, and I know obviously we've all had other ca- other pets. Wait, there's we've one little thing now I want to ask many you stuff. before we mm-hmm. move on to like other animals and stuff, right? You you have just mentioned about the fact that you're so scared, you don't really like your cats being out and stuff like that. Do you think mm-hmm. there would be a difference if you lived in a countryside or a farmhouse than living in a city environment? Yeah, I mean. If you, yeah. say for instance, Matt, if you lived on a farm, right, or you lived in the countryside, would you let Mooey out then? Yes, I would. Right, yeah. so it's all down to the fact that you're so worried about the city life. Yeah, yeah, the because cats. there's idiots on it's, the road and people run over cats. Yeah. Most of us, not everyone. I'm not saying everyone does this, but if like a cat's crossing the road, not one person would slow down to let that cat cross. They yeah. would hit it. Now, I make a rule that if I see a cat or a uh, I've ever run over a cat, I would stop. Um, and there was one day where I was driving up the road, someone hit a cat, drove straight off, I pulled over. Luckily enough, I had a little box in my car and the poor animal passed away as I was sorting it out and trying to get it some help. Uh, popped it in the box, took it to the vet and we were able via Facebook to uh, find the owner, inform them that the cat had passed oh, away. And they were so grateful. It was horrible, horrible, you know, broke, broke the heart. Um, but the fact there's no law, that you have to stop and report you've hit a cat. It's sick. It's it's extremely sick. Bearing in mind that if you don't do that, you've broke the law when you yeah. hit a dog. Someone's pet. Exactly. Someone's love, loved one, you know. We a couple of our cats have gone missing a couple of times, uh-huh. and the sickness you feel and the pain you feel because in your mind, as much as you like to think they've just went off, wandered off, and getting a bit frightened and hid, which has always been the case for her. The one thing you think of is, what if they've been hit by a mm-hmm. car? What if they're lying there injured or dead? You know, and. And that's that's the worst part of it. Yeah, I think so I feel I'm like with that Matt, if we lived in the countryside, yeah, if we lived in the countryside, I'm with Matt, it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. yeah. But when you live in a city living, because there's so many cars, dogs Not just that, it's know, it's drivers these days as well. They seriously don't care what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you're uh, an animal or a human, they will knock you down if they want to. Because they just don't care. They're just driving like Erratic speeds for no reason. The, the the thing is with with drivers, too many people's on the roads these days. To be fair, that's yeah. But even then, like you know, if you live in the countryside, you know your cat wouldn't go far. They've got things to do, hunt yeah. animals like mice. You know, mm. plenty to do. And they they live a good yeah, life. They love it. But here in like city, I just dread it every fucked. time I know the cats are out. 
I dread it because I think, right, which one's not coming home? Which one's not doing this? Yeah. But because I just yeah. have I that fear every day that they go out that something's going to happen to them. Yeah. But the only. Well, me and Beck. Sorry, Rags. The only concern you really have is whether Simon, Ruby, Binks, or uh, Lucky will come home. The re- the, ge- the girls tend to stay in the other house yeah. or in the garden. Yeah, maybe it's the boys like that. that you're worried about. One, the, you know where the, Simon goes, so you know exactly where yeah. to go get him from. But the other three, you kind of like, well, you know. And with if with I, Lucky if, being the sorry, with, with Lucky being the youngest, you know, he's probably the one that you're more worried about because of how young he is and less experienced of outside. Well, this is, this is the thing. Yeah, I know. I've just said one um, <laughs> with Lucky. He's so young. Um, and he he does stay near the house. He doesn't adventure, so we know physically if Lucky hasn't came back by one p.m., two p.m., something's happened. Yeah, and he's went missing twice, and now luckily enough for for us, it's been his his adventured somewhere that he shouldn't. Have. He's getting scared and he's hid, so I've been able to find him. Um, but it's that worry. It's a and sick feeling obviously, we know that. Yeah, in- we know. Sorry, no, no, it's all right. I was just saying it was just a sick feeling you get in your tummy, like, uh-oh, where the gone? Mm. And we know their patterns, like, the back of hands now. So, like you were saying, Rags, the females, like little angel, you know, fluffy, lily, when they go out, they're always in the back garden. They, they'll come pattering in and out. But the boys, mainly Ruby, Binks, and, and Simon, do venture a little further, but we know the timings that they come in and out the house. So if we notice something like that changes, then it's like alarm bells ringing straight away, go looking, shaking the treats, and then obviously if I haven't found them by 4 o'clock, because the end time for the cats we've got is 3 p.m., and they don't go out after that, because I, I don't believe in letting your cat out all day, all night. Um, yeah. If they're not back in by 4 p.m., that's when I'm sitting there thinking, right, they aren't coming home. Uh, I'm going to have to get myself sorted and go out at 10 o'clock the night to go and look, mm. you know, and I'll do that for about a week before I resigned myself to, right, they're not coming back. Well, we did know? that with Simon, didn't we? He had went missing for, I think it was about, uh, roughly about three and a bit days. And Colin was mm. like, oh, you'll be fine. And in my head, I was like, I put his age as he just went somewhere to die, basically. Do you know what I mean? And I just said to him, I've got a horrible feeling. I've got a horrible feeling. I couldn't get that out until the day he came home. Mm. Yeah, but but the, what made it bad for you that day was it's through Becca he got out. So me being me, I was like, it's all your fault. Yeah, it was a bit of a you know. Dick. So she felt guilty for it. Yeah, it was hot. it was a dick move. It was. Uh, I admit that. Um, so Becca blamed herself, and he came once Wilson back. I mean, after the after he had getting out, and it was like, look, you'll be fine. You'll come home. I was thinking that he he was. Deemed, I've got to basically. admit, I've never cried so much about um, come home. When I seen her, I was like, you little yeah. shit. Aye, she did. She hugged them right in, and he's looking at words if to say what. <laughs> Funny being out. But we'll have prattled on a lot about cats this episode, so let's move on to some more weirder ones. You know, let's talk about dogs, or even some lizards or spiders. Or... Well, Rag would be best known for that. Is that... I was about to say that. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> we know Rags has had a few crazy bugs uh, and a few crazy pets. Spiders. House spiders. Kill them all. Uh, tarantulas, <laughs> scorpions, millipedes, a centipede, oh, no. uh, uh, frogs. 
lizards, a couple of snakes. Oh. Yeah. I don't mind yeah. snakes and lizards and I've, frogs. I've, I've, I've had them all, you know. Spiders, killers. when anyone mentions the word snake. Snake. Yeah, and his, la- his latest ambition is going to be quails. I was just oh. about to get onto that. God damn you, Colin. You know, I was just about to say, I've like I've tried all sorts of pets, but that's the thing with me, right? Obviously, I love me animals, right? Whatever animals I've had, to get the unconditional love from is well, you know yourselves what like what kind of animals I've had and like how much time and effort I've put into them, you know. But I always look for that next animal that I haven't had. You know, what I mean, whether it's something like a friggin' horse or a cow or a you know, a bear or a tiger or something like that, I, I always look into things. You know, that I haven't had. Like, that, that's how I got into, like, collecting tarantulas at one point. You know, it's like, well, I want a new pet. What pets haven't I had? And it's like, I seen a house spider run across the floor and it's like, ah, I haven't had tarantulas before. Let's get some right. tarantulas. Well, I'm just going to say here, yeah, Raggy, if I ever come to yours for a coffee and you turn around and say to me, right, I'm just going to go out and see Betsy, I am leaving. I'm off. Oh, right, who, the like... be- who the fuck's Betsy? Spider. The spider? Obviously, you've got a friggin' cow in the back garden and you're getting milk. Oh, Betsy the cow, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I thought you meant spider. Yeah, so no, why, no, well, why would you run why away from a cow? Why would you go and see a spider when you're making coffee? Why would you run away from a cow, though? Exactly. I'd run away from him. Having a cow in his back garden. What's wrong with that? I, I wouldn't have a cow in my back garden. You would. I would rather, I would, I would rather yes, have a... Yes, you would. <laughs> no, I would rather have a... No, if anything, I would rather have a bull, not a cow. I like bulls. You know, just like the big, like muscly things. You know, the fact that like they look at you as if they're gonna pierce you. You know what I mean? I may be blending in with this field, even though I'm black and white. But this gra- this is grass is green. I'm still blending in. You cannot see me until I pierce you with my horns. You know what I mean? That that's the kind of look they give you. You know. <laughs> you are weird. I would have a miniature donkey. <gasps> yes. A miniature. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen two miniature donkeys near where I live. Oh, they're so cute. They're so small. No, wait. The thing is, though, it's you can make pets out of anything. Yeah, that's true. Well, look at um, axolotls. Everybody's ta- yeah. everybody's starting to collect those, or like, or starting to want those, right? An axolotl. Those brain dead people. <laughs> it's that's, they're cute, though. I think. Yeah, but do you know the reason why people want them for? I don't even know what don't one even is. You know what that's a lot of is? I'll uh, put it in the chat. I was just about to say, put it in the chat, please, just so they to show them what it is. I thought it was but just me reason- being thick. No, no. It, um, in Axolotl, it's like basically it's a water lizard. Uh, wait. Mm. It, it's like kind of like a water lizard slash fish thing. Oh, you it's know. got like weird face. Yeah, it's got a weird face with like weird looks like seaweed oh, right. for. Uh, now I know what you want. I want one. They are cute. Right but the only reason why people are after them for is because they're being playing Minecraft, and that's the only reason why. Because they're they are, are they've been added to Minecraft, and people are trying to collect them oh, now. God. People want them in real life. There you go. But there's that's an sad. axolotl, that's... and there's a mini miniature donkey. That's that's really really sad though because. It's not getting the pet because you want the pet. It's getting it yeah. for the fad. Exactly. That miniature donkey, though. Is you know, I don't know. I don't know like, the the specifics behind this, right? But do you know? You know, and I'm not condoning anybody to do this. Anybody that does this, you're so horrible, and you should you should never have pets. 
but there is a specific uh, chemical that scientists have used that actually can turn an axolotl into a salamander. Oh, wow. All right. A salamander space is just a lizard. Right. It's basically a, a slimy uh, water lizard. But isn't that along the lines of genetic deformity? It's like a newt, isn't it, really? Like a newt. Yeah, yeah. changing its genetics to why be a would different wanna, creature. Like, why would people want to do that? Like, an animal is an know. animal. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if they've got a paw missing. It doesn't matter if they no offence to people out there. Ugly, do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. The, oh, the animals are the animals. <laughs> but talking about uh, ugly, like there, you just said there, Becca, there is actually people that actually like, look after animals that have that like deformity or that ugliness to them, you know what Yeah, I mean? you. It, it's like... I take my hats off and bow to the, to those uh, people that actually take the time and effort. Mm-hmm. You know, like blind or deaf dogs or cats or any sort of blind and deaf animal. I had a you deaf know what dog. I mean? Wait, I will say that a blind or deaf or, or legless dog isn't an ugly dog, technically. No, but, but- I, I will also like to say, just a couple of bucks, yeah, any animals that may be listening that is but ugly, <laughs> we do apologise for Becca's statement. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, because like a percentage of our viewers oh. could actually be a cat or a dog or a bear All or something. Right. You know? Oh, yeah, bears in the woods is like watching, fucking listening. Well, to bears Spotify. shit in the woods, so why can't they hear Spotify? None of it, none of it's as polar, none of it's a polar bear and does it in a pine forest. I eat. Yeah. What are you people? didn't you? Yeah, here's one for you, Becca. Oh, God. You wonder why you never see any white ra- rabbits in the wild? I don't get it. I don't get there it. Is no, uh, there is no white rabbits in the wild because bears use them as toilet paper. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. Enough of the dad jokes. Go on, that is, that is horrible. Woody you doody. Know, every time she see, do you know every time she sees a brown rabbit now, she's going to think the rabbits have been... Ew! Rubbed oh, my God, yeah. Like, he's now been, he's wiped his ass with the white rabbit <laughs> and that's become brown. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Well, he has the best one, he's guys, right? Have you ever heard of a, what was it called? Um, I made burgers yesterday. This oh, is not related to no, animals. No, don't, because you'll have us puking again. Um, Pork. What was the, no, what was it called, Becca? Venison. No, it was um, truffle. Truffle. So the, the sauce was mayonnaise and a bit of truffle. It came with this happy Advise fresh. never to eat it. That. That I got, and it, it didn't taste all that good. All so I for could. a joke, as Becca got up and went to spit it out, I turn, I turn round and I says to Becca, I says, oh, by the way, I says, it's made of bullshit. <laughs> and she was nearly vomiting. Can I, can I just say, in my defence, <laughs> I didn't think he said bull. I thought he said horse. The thing is, while I've still got this I bit of burger in my mouth, is. I think it's more. I think it's more of a fungus. I was it's just like about to say, um, but she was convinced it was bull crap, and it wasn't until the day I turned on, I was like, "She says, oh wait, never cook that again. I'm not eating poo.'" And I was like, "That's not actually poo, you know." She's sitting there going, "Is it not?" I am. Th- I'd like, like people think no. I generally make this up. I am so thick. Like, I don't just put this on. I am the biggest <laughs> person so, in this world. I can honestly tell you, right, a truffle, right, is actually a, a subterranean um Well, it's just disgusting. Fungus. It's disgusting. Right, no, no. 
it right it may be disgusting in your eyes right but it's actually a rare thing to find and, and did you know they actually use pigs to actually sniff them out all oh, right that's okay they use pigs to sniff them out because they're actually able to find them and they actually sell for quite a bit as well. Well, let's the go find them. Truffle is quite... It's quite... I don't care. I don't know. I'd advise you don't eat it. And do you know what it is? I would never eat it, it again. Like it is. Yeah, we can levels. sell it. If you want to go and get a truffle, knock yourself out. To be fair, you'll probably never find one. They, they are very rare well, things unless it. they're lab-made now. Um, they're, they're quite rare to find. I know sometimes it can be thousands. Um, it's meant to be a delicacy, but regardless, this one was horrible. It's the same as a uh, there's this uh, civilization that drinks coffee, but it's a oh, oh, hot drink and it's made from an animal's poo, isn't it? Oh, uh, it. I think rags, rags. You were you mentioned that before. Uh, it's, it's like certain certain civilization or certain coffee where the beans have actually been eaten by the animal and. Pooed out, and they they make the coffee or the brew from that. Avocados. Oh, um, it's it's co- ble- something called copai uh, lawak. Lawak. Uh, it is what? actually a coffee bean that's actually been eaten by a specific animal. I believe it's actually bats. I could be wrong. Regardless of what, it's still being crapped out, and apparently it's meant to be really nice coffee. Oh, I've just been shit on, like shut out. Yeah, wait, not normal coffee. The coffee we drink hasn't, it's, but this specific coffee Well, I don't has. drink coffee, so... By, so it's actually eaten and like, pooped out by something called a civet cat. A civet... Oh, I know what you're on about. I'm going to have a look and see what a civet is. It, it's it's basically along the lines of a like a, an angry-looking ferret, basically. Hey, why worry? I mean, end of the day, all people need to know it's a coffee bean that's been eaten and pooped out. Your death demon's been working hard today, like rugs. Oh, and that has, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's found out what a truffle was, and it found out what a poop well, bean was. I knew about truffles anyway, because um, I used to watch um, Animal Discovery on uh, Disney Plus like, oh, a while back. Animal Planet. And, you know, there was like all sorts of stuff, and, you know, and you find out weird stuff, you know, like, like stuff like that. So fungi, it, you know... It, truffles itself is is actually a fungi that actually uh, farmers or use either pigs or certain dogs to actually sniff them out. Right, you sound like you a know? fun yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, we're kind of we're kind of running into food here. Um, well, stop <laughs> talking about fucking food then. Wait, I wasn't going to blame you for bringing the truffles up, but I well, did. Since we're talking about animals anyway, right, and just to let you guys know, since uh, Colin's now mentioned that I've got, uh, that I'm uh, trying to hatch quail, I do have four eggs, and I put them in the lockdown period, which basically means that I I have to stop turning them for the next, like, three, four days, and it's looking a little bit promising. Yay! You know? Well, it's about time. So they might hatch, you know, they might hatch, uh, start hatching today, tomorrow. I mean, it is day uh, 16 right now, so... Day 16 um, in the Big Brother house. (laughs) (laughs) In the Big Quail house. (laughs) Yeah, it is. That's the first thing that came to my mind. (laughs) You know? Um, So, if that doesn't work out, I will be ordering some more uh, tomorrow, uh, because it's like... Tomorrow, tomorrow... Sorry. Which I believe by the time people actually 
And by the time people actually uh, listen to this, it is actually the 13th of October, the date I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a 12th. No, it's he's actually... on about when he's getting the eggs. Oh. Exactly. Um, God, get it right. Well, <laughs> next episode, he'll let you know if the hatched or not. So keep you up to date. And, uh, and the rags, I think you've got the Instagram, so I'm sure you'll put a few pictures up when you do. Uh, oh, my yes, God. Yes, I shall do, yes. Why, haven't I put, why hasn't anyone asked me for a photo of my, my cats? On the Instagram. Wait, I was just you. about to say that is not fair. Wait, Matt, please pass your photos of your cats. We'll get it all Instagram up. Uh, no point showing off. There's a little yeah. bug as and they never sit still. Oh, mind you, I've got beautiful photos of my cat. If you're going to actually put photos up and I put them in the same chat as where we've been putting the photos, we can use them and put them on the Instagram and the blog for people yeah. to see. Well, Rags, you do both of them, so they're all in your hands. Um... So we've got a little bit left. Like, let's talk about funny things that animals we've owned have done. Oh, well, it's too no. many, isn't we've it? We've all had. We've all had an animal do something funny. No. Oh no! You know? When I was a kid, right, I used to have a dog, and one day me and my dog were playing, and it bit us. So I bit it back. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny <laughs> because no one expected a three-year-old to bite the dog's ear. Well, you bit the dog. Well, yeah, because she bit me. So the dog yeah. bit you, and instead of crying to your mum and dad, you decided to well, bite yeah. her back. And no one believes I'm a beaten man. You're not a beaten man. I, I, think... just, I bit the dog. I was three. The dog bit I me. Think I, one slightly... <laughs> I think I have one slightly better than that, beggar. So I used to go to my, uh, my auntie's for uh, Sunday tea with the family and stuff, and she had this Yorkshire Terrier called, um, I think it was Spike. And this dog had no teeth. <laughs> used to play around with it all the time, and that made me brother, and that made me brother burst out crying because a gum, uh, sorry, a toothless dog bit him. Oh, <laughs> he, he was sitting there crying, squealing because a dog with no teeth bit him. <laughs> it could have uh, hurt him. It didn't. He had no teeth. It doesn't matter. Well, you don't know. You're exactly. not your kind of I'd been bitten by that dog plenty of times, right? And all I've gotten is a freaking slaver all over my hands. Yeah, but everyone's air pain threshold is different. Do you know, when I actually get no teeth, uh, when I get to that stage of no teeth, Becca, I'm going to walk up to you and bite you and tell you. Why? Does, did I get you feel it done that? at work. <laughs> by old ladies. <laughs> 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 Have a good chew on It's all right. You know, we know what cow's all about, you know. Well, we'll be fine that I'll be bit 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 season. Bit. I like how he says you. I've, ha- I've, <laughs> I've had ferrets try to actually, like, assassinate us on a, di- on a daily basis, going downstairs, finding out one of them's getting under my foot, and, like, actually, I've had to take that extra step down the stairs and went flying down the stairs just to find out that the ferrets are sitting making weird noises at the bottom of the stairs, jumping around like lunatics as if to say, ha-ha, plan nearly worked. Oh. Wait, talking about biting, um, me cousin used to have gerbils, and I used to go over and hold these gerbils all the time, and I was always told, uh, be careful the biters. You know, gerbils aren't very nice. Well, one day this gerbil decided to latch onto my finger. So I'm sitting there and I'm screaming with this gerbil. And I was shaking my hand backwards and forwards. And this damn gerbil would not let go of my finger. Even when I was waving it about, right? And 
I flicked my finger and eventually it opened its little mouth, it flew across the room, landed on the floor. And do you know my auntie was more bothered about a bloody gerbil on the floor than a, a, a nephew's sock, finger bleeding? Do you know what it is? Coming from something so small, you wouldn't think it actually packed a fucking a bite on it. You know what I mean? It's like freaking nails going through your fingers. It's like a miniature version of a, a staff, you know, when they bite and they don't let go. I mean, just so people are aware, the gerbil was fine. It had no injuries. It it was perfectly fine. It lived a happy, happy life. Um, but my God, the pain. Do you oh, know what yeah, I want? Yeah. I'd never felt so much pain. I what? want a chinchilla. I do that, they're cute. They are. I'd really love one. Maybe two or three. Maybe, I don't know, ten. Believe it or not, um, chinchillas, uh, chinchillas, <laughs> chinchillas have the very similar sort of setup as uh, um, as a quail. You know, they'll need the so the sawdust and stuff like that, but they also need something called a dust bath. Yeah, you know, to, it it actually helps them to prevent getting like uh, mites and fleas and stuff like that. It helps with their skin and stuff like that. It's weird. Um, there was one last that I knew. You always used to open up the cage and turn around and say, "Right, play a time." And this chinchilla would actually come out of its cage, right, run straight into the uh, into the bathroom, right, wait until she actually opened the other cage, and then it would just jump into the dust bath uh, like a lunatic, f- sand flying all over the place for about five ten minutes, and then come back out and chill in the sitting room. I say, like, yeah, they are cute animals. I mean, talking about look at them, it's. The like, this is like little teddies. I think they're marsupial, though, aren't they? I think so. Um, they they look very much like rabbits, just with like a longer tail and smaller ears. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they are lovely. They're they're lovely little animals. But there's one pet I used to have as well, and that is pet rats. No thanks. You say I love pet rats. They're not even as bad. Like I was panicking about the tail when I before I got them, but the tail's actually not that bad. It's quite soft. Do you know the one of the most intelligent? Really, pets I used to take mine in town with me. They used to sit on my shoulder. Did, oh, brilliant animals! You know, I had a friend who had pet rats. He never warned really, us, right? You know, this is how nice he was. He never warned us. He knew how petrified I was of them. I walked in. Obviously, we all used to sit in his bedroom and that. Next thing I know, he comes out with this rat. I went, "You want to get that away from me?" I screamed his mum's house down to the point his ma ran upstairs and went, what's wrong? I went, your son is a dick. He's got the rat in the iris. Can he get it away? But well, you were also like that when my ferrets were out and about as well, yeah. though, Becca. Yeah. She just doesn't like small, hairy things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's why you like shaving. Um, but she does like gerbil, uh, not gerbils, hamsters. I'm not allowed anymore. Anything else is, well, no, you, you don't exactly. We well, don't look after the cats. I, I couldn't have any so rats again after. because I know Kota would probably eat them. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying I'm not allowed a hamster do what I did. What did you do? No, I don't think it's podcast material. Come on. You've, t- you've already started it. Now you've got to finish. So my sister, uh, so my dad got me and my sister a hamster each. So, mine was well looked after, like, I always cleaned it out, bloody blah, blah. And my sister had obviously neglected hers. And my dad went, you've just got to be careful, it bites. I went, no, bother. So, my dad went back outside. I was really careful with the little thing. 
And what does it do? It bites my finger. And would this, would it get off his? No, sir. Like, Colin with the gerbil, I think you said. Shaking my finger, shaking my finger. Way it flies across the room, doesn't it? Yeah, I put it back in the cage. Well. Wait, in that. fairness, I was only about eight. But my dad obviously knew I was responsible enough to clean them on my own. I didn't so, expect the little thing to fly as much as it does. Well, they're hardy little so, animals, so you know what I mean? Mine was lush. Mine was lush. Mine never bit anyone. So not only did you bite a dog's ear, yeah. you, threw, you threw a gerbil halfway across yeah. the room. Hamster. I know, it went straight across the yeah, room. Yeah, hamster. So in all hindsight, I'm starting to worry for no, the rock, aren't you? No, we're fine, don't worry. I was, if, she has a, if she has a freaking slapping match with Misty, man. Right. Like I said no, before, she true. slaps me, I'll slap it's it. It's quite funny when she starts them. Um, and then she has a, has a daft moment with Ruby when Ruby decides to be daft. <laughs> I just want to put it out there. I don't so, actually harm me animals. Let's, let's, let's touch the last 10 minutes about the worst part of having a pet. The smell of pee and poo. <laughs> no, sadly, the time they've got to go. The time we we lose them and the break with a little heart. We get that too, yeah, obviously. Um, to be honest, I still haven't actually grieved over mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm refusing to do that. You know, I don't know why I'm well, refusing, but he's he's on my desk. You know, yeah, for, for, he's, a, he's in his little room. Yeah, um, but that is also thanks to you and Becca, though. You know, what I mean, for those yes. that want, that would like to know, I had a a, a ferret. Uh, he was eight years old. Colin has had some history with him as well. You know, yeah. he loved his uh, scars. He loved his ankles, <laughs> loved his fingers, and then he just became a soft shit when we we had him done. Becca, she liked him, but still kept her distance from him. Every time she he sniffed her foot, that was it. She would freak, <laughs> thinking that he yeah. couldn't get onto the sofa. But yes, he could. Oh, I found but, that one yeah. out job quick, didn't I? <laughs> Like, oh. But little Mars, little Mars, he'd actually made it. If he held out a little bit longer, he would have made it to his all the way to his uh, eighth birthday. But yeah. still, we got eight years out of him, you know. Um, but because he ended up um, passing away, and it was through mm. the help of Becca and Colin uh, giving us the money to have him cremated and uh, put into an urn on my desk. So I do thank you both for that. As much as I was, I wasn't. Yeah, I was never scared of him. I just, it's just them kind of animals. Yeah, I, I, I think my issue <laughs> is when I was younger, before I met obviously yourself, Rags and Colin, I never knew about ferrets and stuff like that. I was always in a house, dogs only. That's all the odd time I had yeah. fishes or hamsters, but. That's the thing, though, right? You only know certain things. When you get to know them and learn about them more, mm-hmm. you, you, you you want that animal as well. I was fine with Moz mm. because he was just, he was cute. He's my big white potato. He was cute. I'll give you that. Yeah. He was cute. He was a very, very loving animal. And the thing is, me and Becca, obviously, we did that on the basis that we knew exactly what you were going to feel because I think one of the worst moments in owner's life is having to make that choice. Because it's not like the animal's sitting there looking at you and going, do it. Yeah. 
You know, you've you've got to choose and decide in your brain at a time, as much as you don't want to lose them, this is the right option for yeah. them, you know? But instinct kicks in, you know? It's like not just, like, looking at the animal and thinking, right, you look at your animal, you know your animal. When you look and see something that doesn't look right, you try and get that sorted out. And if you can't do anything to fix it, you look as if to say, well, can he prolong it a bit longer? Or is the time to actually let them go, you know? See, I, I had a different experience to you, Rugs, because obviously you with with little Mars, bless his soul, um, he had been diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, um, the, the year and, before we found out he had uh, yeah. a tumour on his spinal cord that couldn't be operated because it was too infused with the spine and the nerves. Yeah, so they give you steroids and they say the steroids would work for a while, but you would know eventually when the time was. Yeah. Um, and you would have to make that call. And I know you went up and down with that decision. Am I going to do it? Should I do it? Wait, it's going to be best for them. You know, when and you it, give them the medication, though, you sort of look at it as if they say, well, yeah, they're perking up a bit. They might last a bit longer. But then when mm-hmm. they get to that stage and you look at it and say, right, yes, we now's the time. Yeah. So I know that day you when you give me a call, it was heart-wrenching and it was, and it was like, look, this is the time. And even I had said to you that day, are you sure I'm not going to give them medication? And you says there and then it was like, no, I can tell he's definitely at a point where he needs to be passed on. Well, even when um, I went to the vets that day with you, they turned around and tell us to say as well, we could give you another course of steroids to like uh, bring it out, but he'll be back in another two days. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's no point trying to like drag it out that long. There's no point putting him through yeah, well, pain it, and agony though, was it? Exactly, no. the suffering. Um, so it's best to do. Now, my experience was with a little kitten. One of our cats had a, had kittens. You know, it was me saying irresponsible earlier on to you. <laughs> uh, and he, this little kitten took my heart. I mean, we're, we're seeing him go from baby to adult. Um, well, I'm saying adult. He got to about six months. Yeah. And... We loved him so much. Him and his sister, because we kept him and his sister. Little Lily, Lily. We still me got little her. skeleton cat. Beautiful cat, Lily is. Absolutely stunning. But little Ezio was just as loving. Him and Lily had this little bond. And one morning, me and Becca got up, and he was just sitting about. He wasn't his normal self, not coming for his food. So we knew then that something was wrong, and we did initially think hairball or a bit of a stomach bug. So we'd give it 24 hours. Um. The next day, we kind of looked at him one you straight away. Look, it's a vet, vet job, this. He's, he's deteriorated. So I go to the vets, and the vet felt around him, had a feel, and she went, he's got something trapped in his bowels. She went, it's something hard. Um, it's going to be £200 for an x-ray a deposit, and then another 200 after the x-ray, and then it'll be about £700 for an operation. And I kind of looked at it and it was like, look, I, I don't have that to pull out now. I am devastated. Obviously, I hadn't gotten insurance on him to to fork out for that, which when you when I think of it, I wish I had. Yeah. Um, But I say, so I say, I can match the £200 deposit. That's not a problem. But can I make monthly payments to pay the rest for the x-rays? Uh, and then pay a deposit on the operation and pay monthly payments for them as well. The vet physically, bless her soul, she did go out and she tried, but she came back and she turned around and went, 
No, if you can't pay the full mach, whack, you're going to have to put them down. Um, That's not something you want to hear from the vets, though, is it? You know. No, because I says to her, I says, well, how long is he going to live? And she went, he's going to have a very painful couple of days. So if you don't put them down and you can't pay for the operation now in full, or pay the deposit for the x-ray and then pay the operation in full in a couple of days' time, you're going to make them suffer. You're going to have to put them down. Now, when I heard that, initially it was like a, a, a start reaction. I didn't think for one second, go and get a, a second opinion or go to another vet, which may actually give us the the payment plan. Yeah. Um, straight away there. And then I thought, shit, he's going to die. I need to help him. I need to do something. Um, I begged with her. I begged and begged and begged. I says, look, I'll pay 200 a day. On Monday, I'll pay another 180. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and it was all the same for Mano. Just kind of do it. You're going to have to put him asleep. Um, I remember sitting there just sitting and signing, signing to say he was going to go to sleep. And all I kept thinking was, why the hell haven't I, why, why aren't I saving his little life? I was in like pure shock that I was losing him, even though I'd say it's a back. I, I think it was harder for you as well because I had to go to work. Yeah, so I'm there on my own, and Becca couldn't make it. I'd inform Becca that, like, look, this is the options we've got. Um, and I had to say to Becca in the morning, look, give him a kiss just in case it was something really serious. Um, nothing, and it was to be fair, uh, but it was like, just, just in case you don't know what the vets will say. Yeah. So. I'm glad she gave him a kiss and a cuddle that day um, and said goodbye. So I was feeling guilty. I was feeling horrible. Now, the deed got done. I was breaking my heart, obviously. I asked for a bit of hay from the vet. I've got it put into a piece of wood with his picture on, and it's, it's all there, so I've got, like, my memory of him. Yeah, um, I was just about to say, the one thing that I do like that you've done, you've actually got your your bank card customised with them on it as well, which is yeah, also pretty cool. We've got a picture, and the reason being we've done all this is because we felt so bad inside that this six-month little old kitten didn't get a chance. When I got home, my friend uh, is on housing benefit, and like uh, bearing in mind, in the vet, I'd called him because he was coming down and says, oh, I'm having to put Ezio down. I'm gutted. I'll be home as soon as I'm home, blah, 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 blah. When I walked in, for people who aren't in the UK, we have a, a vet's called the PDSA. Now, if you receive a benefit called housing benefit or council tax benefit, the PDSA will help your animal in an emergency situations with medication, treatment, operations for nothing other than a, a, a bit of a £20 or £30. It's basically like towards a donation them. towards it, you know. Yeah. Whatever you can help towards what to do. A really good service. Now, when I got home, he turned around and says, oh, I could have taken the PDSA. Well, my heart sank because I thought I'd literally just been talking to you on the phone. Why didn't you say this on the phone? You know, why didn't you tell us on the phone there and then, look, just take them out and we'll go to the PDSA. In all fairness, I also said to you as well, why didn't you contact me? I could have gotten them into the PDSA as well. Because I think at the time you don't think like that. You you think what's best yeah, for Yeah, you're animal. not thinking like that. You're oh, thinking yeah, about the animal. You're thinking what the vet says. Because when I got home, I, I was sitting there, and do you know everything that went through my head is I could have sold my TV, I could have sold my system, I could have done this, I could have made the money by selling things I owned because they can be replaced. That little kitten couldn't. Mm. Um, 
and I always remember the guilt and the hurt and the pain. Back, I felt guilty. It was a horrible, horrible feeling. So I know when you lost Moz, we wished we had getting them cremated. Um, so obviously when you lost Moz, and this was what I was getting to, we knew having that urn help would help with the little process of grieving, you know. Yeah. You get the feeling they're still there where you're somehow, and I know you got some hair from them as well, didn't you? Yeah, I've got um, uh, some fur clippings and I've got uh, a card with these little paw prints on it and yeah. I have like an urn with these ashes in it. Now, in my mind, every now and then I wake up and I think, right, where's Mozart? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I remember when I see him on my desk and I was like, I always say good morning to him or like I'll like see in the morning to him when I go to sleep and stuff like that, you know? But the, the processes mm-hmm. of him being gone, it's kind of like it's it hasn't fully sunk in, you know? Yes, I know that he is, uh, and I know that he has passed and I know he's on my desk and that, but in my mind, I'm still sitting there thinking, well, hang on, it... I'll get round the grieving to him eventually, but like right now, it just hasn't fully, completely sunk. You know, what I mean, it's only been since June. Well, when when it, with animals is it's what I found. Um, it's a grieving process, like losing a a loved with one, with a family, or a aren't they? Yeah, the process is completely the same, and like like losing a family and a friend is not time frame on the process although to say after a couple of years you should really start and be getting over it to the point where you're not crying or depressed or etc etc um but, but the process <laughs> is the same process you still lost something that was close to you oh yeah definitely. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you know me and becca have you have i'm sure matt's lost the pet yeah lost the pet as well you know Once. um any any you want to share um i don't know really i was only young so you know for the first one, the staffy, she uh, she had she was she went vets. They told us that she had cancer. Um, staffies are apparently prone to getting cancer. Yeah, they're really prone. Mm-hmm. Um, she was put down five days for Christmas, so oh, kind of ruined our Christmas then. Yeah, and then Bobby a few years ago, he was a Springer. Lovely yeah. dog he was. He, he didn't like me that much. I teased him. <laughs> <laughs> but he still loved me in his own way, you know. But yeah, he had to be put down as well because he started getting lumps and then he stopped eating. And I honestly, I said to my mum, can I take him to be put down? And she said no. Because she knew I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, that's a, that, that is one of them, isn't it? It's, yeah, that can be there, or you would find it difficult to be there. And I don't know which one's easier. I really don't. Yeah. But you know. I got asked a question a little while ago before, uh, I think it was, um, yeah, it was just after uh, Mars had been uh, put to sleep, you know, after he'd passed and stuff like that. And I got asked by somebody uh, in a group of friends and turned on and says, if you know that animals are going to suffer or be prone to certain uh, like diseases or certain conditions and stuff like that, why bother getting a pet in the first place? So, mm. well, I was like, I said the same thing to them. Says, well, if that's a case, and it says, if you know you've got a, like a son or a daughter that's going to be like uh, suffering with like Down syndrome or diabetes or something along those lines, it says, would you still have the kid? 
Mm-hmm. Say, well, yeah, because it's flesh and blood and stuff like that. Says, well, that's how we think about our animals. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. may not be flesh and blood, uh, like genetically and stuff like that, but they are our fair babies. They are our, our, yeah. our children. Yeah. You know, we substitute human form for an animal form because the bonds are better. In my mind, yeah, anyway. We, we feel, I mean, I feel like that with my cats. I've got a really nice bond with them. I know Becca has a really nice bond with them, Matt. Same, be same with you with your cat. Yeah. I love how you God, like this. you talk about you, Becca, and uh, Matt in this whole cat situation. You forget I've adopted Lily and Tiger. Well, all right, you love Lily and Tiger more than anything. They're like your babies, <laughs> Jesus! Oh God, big, big Tiger and everything. Tiger the uh, tank. <laughs> yeah, Tiger the tank. I know they love you and the yours. If anything ever happened to me, Becca. no. Um, Becca, I know you lost lost the dog. Not long after I met you, to be fair. Um, do you want to talk about that before we Yeah. Sit down? Well, it was simple, really. It was, obviously, he was old and started, like, just weighing and pooing everywhere. And You say he was old. How old he was, was he? Yeah, 16. That's a good life for a dog, actually, yeah, 16. It, well, I got mm. him n- after my dad had put my dog down, the one I bit. Mm. Because, obviously, me, old can- dog, obviously, the one I bit. Um, was like goes to she went to bed with his you name it she was there and obviously I yeah. had to I had to wait like, you know when he primed me to take it to France or where what not so I was going to France and obviously they knew when I was away that she was getting no better so obviously when I was away in France that's when they put my dog to sleep and I think it was about Two or three weeks later, I couldn't settle without a dog. I couldn't sleep. So me being a kid, I was like, I want a new dog. But my mum and dad were still in that. What you obviously now I know is the grieving stage. When I was younger, yeah. I did mm-hmm. cry. Don't get wrong, I cried. I didn't get what grieving was. As I was a kid, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um... Mm-hmm. I says to my dad, I said, I want a dog, I can't sleep, I need my I need my pillow. <laughs> and he <laughs> my dad goes, Well, <laughs> we're not ready for a dog. I goes, but I am. And in the, in that time, mm. when I look back, I was very, very selfish because obviously I never give anyone the time they needed, but in hind fact, I was just a bear. So my dad went yeah. out and got him and obviously he was my dog. We called him Bruno. And he just Honestly, he was the most clumsiest dog you could have ever met, but was so loving in the same way. It was that loving that we got broken into, and he didn't out. <laughs> yes. he didn't. Oh, Absolutely <laughs> now. He probably just had a little look as if to say, hey. Well, no, I, the way when we looked. <laughs> you scrub my belly, you can take the TV. When we got up the next morning, and obviously my dad realised what had been robbed. And uh, my dad was like, right, well, where's the dog? Where's the dog? Oh, the dog's only sitting there eating on a bone that the robbers had given. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, obviously, well, he know, lived a healthy speaks. life. He never had any illnesses. He had, like, arthritis in the hips. But he just got too old, obviously. He was just weighing and pooing, and he started coming aggressive towards everyone, and he was never an aggressive dog. Well, yeah. you met him, Rags. You met him once. Yeah, I remember. And yeah. he was he was never ever an aggressive dog. And when we seen him get more and more aggressive, we're like, 
he's in pain. Do you know what I mean? The arthritis is clearly kicking his backside, bless him. And mm. we had rang the vet, asked for advice, and he says, well, if he's still eating and drinking, like, keep him at home, even if it's just for a few more days, if you just really think it's, like, his time. So me dad went, I'll let the, I'll let the kids, like, do you know what I mean, spend a couple more days with him, took him to the beach and everything. And it was the next morning from taking them at the beach, which he loved. He had actually really badly deteriorated. Yeah. Just in the space of an overnight, so kind of had to take him to bed. And that's when mm-hmm. you had to put him down. Sad, sad when that happens, you know. Yeah. It's, it's horrible, but the benefit of that story is that we lived a nice, healthy, fun life. Oh, it was fun, Harry. For- <laughs> That's all we can, we all can say about all our animals. Anyway, they get a loving mm. uh, a loving life. You oh know what yeah. I mean? As much as Matt goes on about how much he wants to get rid of Coda and stuff <laughs> like that, he, I he do would never do that. it. I'm only joking. I wouldn't do it. I'd... You know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He would never do it. You know, what I mean, he's got that bond with her, even though she's a little shit. <laughs> she is a little <laughs> yeah. shit. Trust me, but you know, what animals? The, cud- the cuddles are yeah, but the cuddles I get off her. She'll literally lay on my side of me, and she'll just rub her head on me and she gives me kisses and you know God, she's a right little poser <laughs> as well isn't she she is <laughs> I'll, upload, I'll upload some but, photos to the Instagram and then everyone can see it yeah yeah no that, that's the one with animals they're, they're so loving you know and it's the love but we get the off little them heartbreaks. the bond we build with them the bond we build with them though it's it's unbelievable and you can't get any better Um. You know, and and the great during your worst times when you're down and depressed, you know, that little animal's always there looking at you as if to say, I still love you. It's amazing how, like, an animal can pick up on your mood as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Any animal that you have a close bond with, you know what I mean, they will pick up, it's like, well, something's not right. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden you've got, like, it's smothered by, like, love off them, you know what I mean? You know? But my sister was it's, pregnant. It's unbelievable. Yeah, when my sister was pregnant with our first kid, um, when our dog Bobby, he he knew he would literally lay on, lay beside her, you know, next to her bump, yeah. with his head on the bump, you know, he would know all about it. Protective instinct. Yeah, definitely. And well, I think that's the perfect ending to work. Uh, yeah, we've actually pet, gone John. slightly over our actual normal time. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap! I think when it's your animals, or you just kind of help talking, can you? No, no, no that, that's true. There's, there's certainly a few minutes we need to cut out anyway, yeah, so it'll all match up. But one thing we have learnt and talked about today, and I'm sure everyone who listens will be animal lovers, is that little animals, great, big or small, they make so much entertainment and bring so much joy into our lives and become so much part of our family. And animals are life, and not think, just for Christmas, exactly. guys, or even for a part-time pet. Yep. And with Christmas coming up, not not too long away, definitely don't get one for Christmas. Don't get one. You know, and if you do, make sure you, you keep one. it for you, you know, and mm. fall in love with it. And the thing with an animal, and I'll, I'll end with this, and this is why I love animals. What about some humans at times? Is them little animals, no matter what happens in life, and no matter what you do or what you say, there's never an ounce of judgment from that animal. No. They love you. No, they're, they're you judging are. you in their language, you know. Cough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you don't you feed judgment. them on time. But oh, yeah. Them animals love you, regardless. I was just about to say, cough, cough, Misty. Cough, cough, Misty. <laughs> <laughs> She's, She's a judgmental a cat. 
But I do want to say, we, it's been a brilliant episode today. We've thoroughly enjoyed talking about We Little Animals, and we'd love to see you next time, where we'll talk about a totally different topic. Yeah. So take care, have fun. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Bye.